This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. Hey y'all! Hey everybody! We back! No, no, we back, y'all. We took a week off. We and it's a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of birthdays in our family in February. Oh my gosh! Yes, I have two of my. Nieces and nephews. Yeah. I have my best friend. And then I have my boyfriend. So it's been uh very busy, plus working. Then Valentine's Day. Then we went on a little trip thing. <sighs> yeah, then we went on a um a ski trip. It was really fun. It was my first time ever going to like a ski. Or as we call it, a tubing trip. <laughs> tubing, yeah. We ain't going on skiing. I saw them skiing hills. I said, let me, I I, I, I can't do that. I saw one person hit, <laughs> run into another person. I said, oh my God. Yes. Even with the tubing, people were running into the walls. My face hit the wall. Yes. It was it was a little <laughs> overwhelming for me. It was going a little too fast for me. It felt like a roller coaster. And I don't do roller coasters. So. I did the, I did we went down the normal way. Then I went down face forward. Face forward. That's when my face that's bold because people was flying down that hill. <laughs> and then I went down um, when I let them spin me. Yeah. And then I went down. And I pushed myself. And then we went. Me and our other friend went on this. Other two friends went on this roller coaster where you go individually. I love roller coasters, but I don't like that one because you control it. And I must be the type of person that don't like to be in control. (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to end up dying and falling off the side of this thing because there's no rails. Yeah. That's scary. That's why I knew not to get on it because it didn't look reliable. You go all the way up. And then I ended up making a mistake and calling because I got so scared. I guess I squeezed my phone. Called 911. (laughs) I had to stop the uh, roller coaster. Then here come my friend. Stop being a punk. Uh, Go! I'm like, I'm calling nine one one. I gotta find a way to hang up. See, I can't. I can't do that. That's too much stress for me. Yeah, <laughs> the tube and I went down twice and that was it. I sat down, <laughs> had a little hot chocolate. The hot chocolate was really good, by the way. And yeah, that was my little skiing trip. But we had a little good time. A lot of drinking, a lot of playing games. Oh my god! Games, party games, and. Um, we had this nice mansion up in the mountains. It was really nice. It was really nice. Who 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 was the drunkest at the party? You. <laughs> you as fun. always. I'ma have me a good time. So yeah, that's that's what we've been up to. So that's why you haven't gotten an episode. And plus it was a holiday, so we figured we'll start this week fresh. So yeah. And from now on, we're going to have, be doing stuff a little different. So, it'll be a little different. 
we'll already have it like preset what we're going to do for the week. So, and also somebody actually requested, uh, or recommended a case in our email. So we're going to, um, Check into that. If you're listening, we're going to check into that. Because it looked good. It did look good. Thank you. And we're going to look into that and who knows? Maybe we'll have it as an episode. We will. We will. So, yeah, we have that. So, if anytime y'all want to uh, send in recommendations, you know of a fraud case or you just happen to come by one, send it to our email. You have me at fraud at gmail.com and we will look at it. So... On to our story for this week. This is a little something a little different. A story that's a little bit different than the other stories we had. Because it involves a lot. This case is going to be probably like... Well, the Murdoch's was a pretty long episode. Wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, y'all... This... When I tell you this is 10... T- I think it's... You know the only reason why I picked her? Why? It's because of her hair. Really? <laughs> really? I really didn't. I knew she did something. Yeah. I just didn't remember what it was. As soon as you told me, like when my sister told me this case, because each week we pick somebody different. So she picks on one week, I pick the next person. She picks the next person, I pick the next person. So... She picked this one, and she said, I don't know her name, but I came across this lady, and she has crazy hair. So I'm just, like, researching, researching, trying to find her. And as soon as I saw the hair, I automatically knew this was the person. So I sent it to her, and that ended up being the person. So she was a very identifying. (laughs) I just went by the hair. I was like, like, how many heads she got up in the day? (laughs) (laughs) She had four. Like it. So the person we're talking about is Gwen Shamblin. Shamblin. Yes, that's who we're going to do this week. So, starting off like we always do at the early life. So Gwen Shamblin, she was born Gwen Laura Shamblin. And she was born February the 18th. 1955 so she just had a birthday and that's the same uh birthday as my best friend <laughs> yeah i was gonna be <laughs> and I, when you said 18 that's said, the same I think that's... day as my best friend it's that she's aquarius y'all and she was born in memphis tennessee memphis, memphis. Tennessee. if my look memphis you're the only 10 i see Oh, (laughs) (laughs) so Gwen was raised as one of four siblings and she attended Central High School. Growing up, she was raised in a very religious household and they were raised on the Church of Christ religion. And if you know anything about the Church of Christ religion, they were heavily um into recruiting heavily into um christ and they were they're even to the point where the religion it taught them they were they were raised on like i guess purity and they they were also go ahead they also believe that like if you weren't from that certain like 
branch yeah. of religion as what was it called a church of christ, christ yeah that you were not going to heaven heaven so like if you were like catholic or baptist or something they, they didn't think that you was going to go to heaven right so they were the they thought they were the highest ranking uh religion in which this is you know the south and you know in the south they have heavily religious um the religion is in everything and <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> she is keep she like a clown. Up. She... <laughs> stop. That's I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. She she keeps pulling up pictures of Gwen. Which side note, I'm gonna say this. Well, I don't care if you make fun of her, because if you y'all when when you finish this story, y'all gonna be like, this woman was a she was a nut. the scum of the earth, and she she was everything you would call the worst person in the world. She's like a crazy person. And I'm not saying, I'm saying that because you we will get into that. But, but I do want to say side note about her hair. Her hairdresser said that that was her, all her hair. Yeah. It was all hers. It looked and like she, it was they, all they said it was a lot of teasing. Like there was no clippings, no sewings, no tapings. I'm like, and she said like when she had her hair brushed down and everything like that, you could tell was that she took good care of it. That was very healthy. Yeah. But I'm just like looking at it like. But she didn't start off like that. So we gonna get like, there. It just it's a lot. <laughs> so moving on. Um. She went on to earn a, oh, so, well, she attended Central High School, and she went on to college to get her undergrad degree in dietics. How would you say that? Diuretics? Diet, is it dietics? Dietitian? It's basically dietitian, but I think the study of diet is, the study of diet. Nutrition. A master in food and nutrition with an emphasis in biochemistry from the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. You don't need Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna keep <laughs> saying that? <laughs> so, she then went on to become a res- registered dietitian and a member of the Memphis State. Oh, and a member of Memphis State for five years, as well as Tennessee Department of Health. Um. Yeah, as well as the Tennessee Department of Health. She worked in as a dietitian as well. So, in the 1980s, Gwen began a consulting practice for weight loss because at the time when she was in college, she was struggling uh, with her weight all throughout college. And her theory was weight had nothing to do with genetics, metabolism, or behavior modifications and she believed that did not contribute and it wasn't why it didn't explain why people were, you know, thin or thick. So in 1986, she created a program called Weight Down Workshop. What was Weight Down Workshop? And what year was that? In 1986. Oh, she's been around for a long time. Yeah, she's been around for a long time. We probably came across her books or something somewhere and didn't even know it. It was probably sitting in a clearance bin somewhere. She 
It's like, <laughs> I felt like her. Like she was she been around for a while. They don't know that yet. Damn. Do you know <laughs> how old I am? Yeah. That was you was one years old when she came out with this program. Yeah. So she been around for a really long time. Oh so my God. this weight down workshop program was a weight loss program with absolutely no restrictions to food, weight, or calorie counting because it focused mainly on God and praying. So Pretty soon, she caught the attention of some professionals and experts which said they had big concerns for this program because it didn't include exercise or food guidance. So people were just, you know, praying away their uh, weight. So basically, when we saw in the documentary, she was, in the documentary, she was basically saying, if you get hungry, pray it, pray about it. And see, to me, that sounds like a fast. Like, it sounds like a like a fast. But even yeah. at, at like at um, like when sun goes down, you break your fast. But there are some people that like do it with without eating, mm-hmm. which can be dangerous. Which I think it was recently like a, a pastor somewhere had passed away from doing a forty day fast, but you got to be careful because not everybody can even fast for a day because mm-hmm. of medical conditions. So mm-hmm. I know if I don't eat something during to, the day, I started feeling like to me, lightheaded. I, I got to eat. To me, in my head, if you was a... But I understand if you're doing it for like religious. But like we like did that. say she's crazy because I'm like, if you're a dietitian, a nutritionist, you know these, you know, there's different circumstances that people, some people can't do this. Mm-hmm. But you continue because <laughs> she told the members of this program to stop for? bowing down to the refrigerator and bow down to God. This was her motto, which I thought was very condescending. I was but... like, man, what if this is not even <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> right, right, right. So. Of course, the program was made in the um in the midst of her completing her master's degree at Memphis State University, and one member was even said to have lost twenty seven uh, pounds in one month. Yeah, a lot of people started coming out. About yeah, so so Gwen hosted her first class in a mall in Tennessee. And these classes were held in retail settings instead of religious settings. But in the 1990s, she started hosting these classes in Bellevue Baptist Church. The program was 12 weeks of guided, um, sorry, 12 weeks guided by both video and audio where she would be in them. So she would be acting in these videos. And I saw the videos, she will be running on the beach and preaching basically sanding her feet crazy sanding my tools and that program was offered in 600 churches yes and so 35 of the united states and that was 1994 yeah but the church it like reached 
about yep. more than a thousand churches. Mm-hmm. So, yep, by so 1995. So that's her making profit too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's not just like just do the you know you, know, you got to pay me for this program and these books and these these tapes and stuff. Right, right. So yeah, it went like you said up to a thousand churches and ten percent of them was in Tennessee. Her their hometown, which and, I would have thought would probably have been bigger because that is her hometown. Right, right. But if you think about it, if ten percent of them, I don't, all of the rest of them was spread out all over. Right. But ten percent of them was in Tennessee, so that probably had the most offices in Tennessee. Mm. I'm thinking. So even y'all would y'all thought that was a lot. It even expanded to Britain by 1996. And by that time, the staff was 40 people. So, yeah, this grew fast. It spread the word and it was offered in churches all over. Because that's the thing what I found is weird. Like because... weight loss in church, that's, that is a sector you don't hear about. So maybe she had that on her side. Because she was telling these people, the thinner you are, the closer you are to God. Yes. She told him, the thinner you are, you will, you will go to heaven. And I guess she had, the way she preached, I guess people were like really listened to her. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I just, I think it was some fear too. We'll get into that. Yes. <laughs> it definitely might have had been some fear part of that. So I don't know if they was physically afraid of her because you could have snapped in half. Mm-hmm. But maybe it was her muscle that she had behind her. It was definitely the powers she had behind her. She definitely had some power with what comes with all these churches and stuff. That's what um, I'm saying. Her, that's what I said by muscle. Yeah. She could have been snapped in half. So <laughs> she started selling record, um, record numbers of tapes and books to members. And she even toured and went, been, I'm sorry, toured and even appeared on Larry King Live. But y'all, she started getting some backlash because she started, she started talking on her quoting, <laughs> she started quoting the Holocaust to promote weight loss plan. So earlier when I said this woman is the scum of the earth, I meant that. She was shown live when they questioned her about it. She did not deny it. She, in fact, said, yes, that's what, um, this is how I want people to be. And she was saying it, you know, being basically stopped. That lady that, uh, yeah. news, I don't know if it was a news reporter, like a director, somebody behind yeah. the camera, scooted her up out the chair and said, no, 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 let's go, let's go. Yes. <laughs> she was like, uh, not today. When she said that part of the interview, she was escorted off the stage because that was like, it's one part to be ignorant, but to be so ignorant to the point where you don't care who you harm or hurt. She was up there with God. She thought she that, could touch mm, her. Mm, 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 she thought she mm, could do anything. Mm. And I do want to offer a trigger warnings to people that might have, you know, anybody who's dealt with that or been through that. But unfortunately, that's a part of this story. But I have no remorse for this lady at all. And <laughs> she might have got her karma. She did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, so I'm not about to be laughing at somebody's 
We'll get into it. And I never do that, but yes, you did. I don't never do that at all. But for this, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So around this time, Gwen met somebody, and she got married. Actually, this was right after college. She actually met a husband, her first husband. And she brought a historic mansion in Brentwood, Tennessee, that was built in 1938. And it was a plantation house. I wouldn't want they, a plantation. I'd be so scared. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. Get me. Yeah, I would feel like if I had a plantation house, it would be riddled. You know, that's my favorite word. I hate that word. It makes me itch. With spirits. <laughs> With spirits and uh, unhappy people. So, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where they raised their kids. Actually, think about it, they were. See? Unhappy people. Uh, it, you're absolutely right. At least one side was unhappy. Um, there they raised their kids. And due to their due to their reputation, they were able to host lavish parties in her program meeting at this estate. And if I can find a picture of this house, I'm going to post it. It was a huge house. They would host weddings at this house, parties, everything at this house. Now, going back, if you were a part of Gwen's circle, you had to dress alike. And you had to dress alike. You had to act the part. Then they had to wear all white in church. Yes. And there were group members... Well, prior group members that explained it as a cross between Handmaid's Tales and Stepford Wives. So everybody, mm. mm-hmm, Handmaid's Tales and Stepford Wives. I see it. Everybody had to wear, you know, those white paisley uh, dresses, the bows, pearls, and the guy, the boys had to dress in khakis, button up shirts, um, suspenders, stuff like that. And, um, of course, hair up and maybe a flower garland around your uh, hair. So they had, their kids had to all dress alike, look alike. And it said you had to put on this happy persona 24-7. Even if you were grieving and sad, they weren't allowed to grieve. They weren't allowed to be sad. They had to put on this happy, everything is okay facade around. Be fake. Be fake, definitely. So, because Gwen started getting this little circle and this reputation, she decided she wanted to make a church of her own. And this church was called the Remnant Fellowship Church, and it was in Franklin, Tennessee. And this church was on 40 acres of land. I wonder where she got that name from, Remnant. Remnant. She got that name because... It came from something. Is in is in the Bible. Remnant is a something in the Bible called remnant, and she got it from that. Mm. And it meant I forgot, but I will add that in here there when I find it. <laughs> something told me to write that down. Did I write it down? I didn't write it, but it was in the documentary. They did have the reasons why. Okay. 
I'm mad I didn't write that down. Even the second time I watched it, I was going to write it down. But I will add that in there if I find it. Um, so, in this church, this church was said to be very elitist. And they were told in the church that the members, they were told they were the chosen ones. Which I think in those, the church that she was bringing in was telling them the same thing. Right, right. And people would describe Gwen as rigid and unforgiving. And this led to, you know, some members trying to sue her for rights to attend this church because you were basically held to this basically unrealistic standard when you were in this church. And the church was said to be cult-like, and it was hard to leave this church. It was a cult. Yes, and we're going to get <laughs> into why it was hard to leave this church a little later. But they said it was like everybody had this persona, and it was over the top. So Gwen started getting under fire for the use of her Christianity in her weight loss programs. Um, the church was focused on the church was focused on growing relationships with God, she said, and people on the outside will call the church non uh, non inclusive and shut off because like People inside of the church would not speak to common people unless they were recruiting. And once you were in that church, you weren't allowed to even have friends outside of that church. Yeah. So this was... Friends, family. Yes. Your family didn't... Um... If you had kids that go there, they can't have friends outside of that church. Everybody had to be friends with members of that church. So one member, daughter... This is where we're going to get into the story by one of the members... Her name was Delaney. Also, it's not one member. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so. Um, One day, they are not members of this church, just to put that in there. But the guy was. Yes, a guy was. So, one day, a mother and father noticed that their daughter became very close with a member of the remnant church. He looked creepy. And this is Gwen's church, by the way. Yeah, he did look very creepy. Um, and they found this odd because this guy was very arrogant. He was very, you know, out there talkative. And that daughter named Delaney was very, you know, she was more reserved and shy. She wasn't like him. And the family began to become skeptical so one day her mother asked for her phone because she felt like something was going on because her daughter's behavior had been changing and she found that you know this man that claimed to be so holier than thou and religious she had been they had been exchanging sexually um sexual yes (laughs) Photographs. Photographs and sending pictures to her. <laughs> they were sending sex pics to each other, basically. Basically. <laughs> I don't know how I wrote this down. And 
it's pretty soon the father just straight out asked this guy, what do you, what's your plans for my daughter? Do you plan on, you know, converting her? And he didn't deny it. He said, yes, I want to convert her. And the mother was like, I do not want you seeing this dude over And the mother said, uh-uh, cut off all ties. I don't want you talking to this guy or anything. And, of course, the daughter denied it. But the daughter did say, we don't have a title. We don't have a title to us. We're not... Ex- because he couldn't really accept until she yes. fully converted. So, but you know, when you young, you in love. You in stupid. You in stupid. <laughs> and she was in stupid at this time. And, of course. Of course. Of course. The mother found out that they were still talking to each other. And Delaney was advised to delete all their texts and communications from each other. And she was even given a burner phone from the church to hide, to communicate with the church and to him. So at this time, she had been attending church meetings and stuff. She had it 100% converted. And she was being coached on what to say. She was being told that there was evil and shadows in her house in darkness. I would be like, shadows? <laughs> evil? <laughs> Miss Ma'am. Yeah, she was She was told there was evil in her house. And that's mainly because her parents did not, they didn't want to join the church. They didn't want to have nothing to do with this church. They didn't want their daughter to have nothing to do with this boy. Because right. they felt like he had very ill intentions for their daughter. He did. Well, so, it never came out that he did, but still... Still weird. That is still very weird. As a cult. Yes. So, especially the door. Why are you giving a minor daughter a burner phone? I would have called the police. I would have called. Definitely got the police involved. So the mom soon found the burner phone in the daughter's drawer, and uh, found out they were using it to communicate with her daughter. So they said. At this moment in time, they did not even know their daughter. She had completely changed her behavior. They didn't know who Delaney was anymore. So the the parents ended up finding ex-members of this church. And these ex-members of this church said, you know, once they left the church, everybody, they pretty much hadn't spoken to anybody from that church because they would not communicate with them. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I wouldn't even feel sorry. I'm Bye. Not, I'm trying not to laugh. What? Delaney. Delaney. <laughs> I'm like Delaney. 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 From Instagram, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually like the Delaney name. That's a nice thing. Um. Where was I even at? You made me lose my track of thought. Every time I said Delaney, I was like, Delaney, you know, Delaney, So the ex-member, so the parents had found an ex-member of this church and they said that once they left the church, all communication with them stopped. Like they wouldn't talk to them no more. They would come into contact with them. They wouldn't even look their way. Yeah. Like even if they had, let's say, okay, let's say if it was a couple, right? A married couple. Yeah. And the wife decided to leave the church. She can leave the church. Yeah. But she can't have, she can't take her children with, with her. Yeah, the children have to stay with the husband. That's another one. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, and it's just like, wait a minute, these are my kids. I birthed them. If yeah. daddy want to see them, when well, he will see them, fine. But 
Right. This place is crazy. I'm taking my kids. Right. So, yeah, it like my sister said, it would get to a point where if you left the church, your kids had to stay and you could not have communication with those kids because they were still a member of that remnant fellowship. And same with a spouse. If the wife still wanted to become stay a member and the husband didn't, because there was a case where one of the husbands... He said he was spiritual because he was of the um, Native American descent. And the wife wanted to be a part of this church. So he moves for her because, you know, they're in love. And they have kids together and everything. When she joined the church, he she divorced him. Because... You could tell he still loved He that didn't woman. fit. Yes, he very much loved that woman. And he did not fit into that aesthetic of that church. So... She divorced him and said, and I believe he said she never talked to him again. They, she, he never talked to her again, and but he still messages her, "Happy birthday, I still love you," blah blah blah. And she doesn't communicate back with him. But when it was time for the divorce to come up, she almost tripled the amount of settlement, even though he offered her a good amount that he could afford. The church was pushing her to ask for more. She knew she got herself into some shit. Mm-hmm. So, going back to the Delaney story. So, the parents got these ex-members to agree to talk to Delaney. And they said they met up. Delaney act like she had better stuff to do with her time. She was not paying attention. She was like, uh, I'm over this. She basically wasn't respecting these people's time and it was a lost cause. So when they went back home, the father said he recalled, you know, telling Delaney to come on. He walked in the house and when he noticed Delaney wasn't behind him, he turned back around and went outside to see where she was. She was gone. He, the parents get a text maybe five minutes later saying, I'm safe. I'm at a friend's house. That was the last time they that they saw Delaney outside of this church. I would have thought somebody, with these members. I would have thought somebody killed my child. Even though somebody said. I would have got law enforcement involved. Like, it, I would go, Pam, if I had children, I would, no way. No way. Everybody getting nicked. I'm tracking Everybody this. Everybody in the church. Right. <laughs> and it's sitting guilty. I'm, bur- I'm, coming. <laughs> I'm coming for your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so soon people, you know, later on would try to investigate the dealings to this church. But since the church was so close knit, it was hard to really get into the workings of the church because nobody wanted to talk and nobody wanted to communicate with anybody on the outside. So it was like a fourth wall. You just couldn't break. Nobody, because it was consequences. Yeah, it was that, consequences. Yeah, so it was so much like hand, hand, mm. you know what I'm trying to say. Handmaid's tail, yeah. blessed be the fruit. I was going to say handmaid's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back to Remnant Fellowship, people were, you know, attending this church. They were said to be forced to lose two pounds a day and they were forced to fast up to 40 days at a time. And think about it. If you Google, what is a safe amount of weight to lose? They say in in a month. 
they say five to seven pounds. Yes, and these and people usually, were forced to lose two a day. And it's usually five pounds if you are a woman. It's yes. safe to lose five pounds. Eight, seven if you're a man, a male. So you're wanting people to lose 14 pounds in one week. That's crazy. You could die from that. That's malnourishment. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that's what's going to come to. And when, and you know what's funny? When members would question her about it, she would say not to question her because she was a prophet of God. Now, who told you you were a prophet yourself? <laughs> members claim to have been suffering from PTSD, social anxiety, self-harm, and even eating disorders and worse yes. while going to this church. People ended up in a hospital. People mm-hmm. ended up with... um. Their kidneys and stuff messed up. Yep. Because holes in their kidneys. Yep. From. From. I would have sued the whole establishment. I I mean, yes, you did it willingly. Mm-hmm. But at some point, there's some type of brainwashing going on. Yeah, for sure. And how people, some of those people, like when I was watching the documentary, I saw how long people were in this church for so long. And I'm like, how? You were in there for like over two decades, some of them. This one man, he wasn't in the church for too long. Mm -hmm. But he was in the church and he was really like good friends with her and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And eventually he was like, you know, these people, this community likes me. I'm accepted. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwen likes me. Right. So he went to her. Um, her, I think it was the guy Tim or whatever his name is. Tim Burton. I want to say Burton. <laughs> Burton. <laughs> went to him and said, "I just want you guys to know that um, I really like you here, and I want you guys to know that I'm gay." And he said, "Gwen's face got this disgust, disgusted what? look on her face." And the guy walked out and not, oh, the, the, not the, not Tim. He didn't, no, Tim walked out and Gwen just like, he was like, it was like her jaw dropped and she looked so disgusted and just walked by him. And next thing he knew that they told him he had to go. He was not accepted. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, that's crazy. But at the same aspect, All the that, 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 that kind of saved that his life. That did save his life. He would have, like, who knows what would have happened to him. Like, these people's health problems and stuff like that yeah. from them not eating. Yeah. And I feel like... And it's like the people that lost all their weight mm-hmm. once they left the church, they gained so much weight back because mm-hmm. that messes with your metabolism. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you're held back for so long, they're like, now I can finally eat. Your body holds on to that because mm-hmm. it's like, when is this going to happen? What, when, when I'm, I'm going to have again? a... Right, exactly. And I know those people attach themselves to people they can relate to. And when you have so many members going through the same thing and they want... They, those people were wanting to lose weight. You're reaching into vulnerable people's brains... And telling them, preaching to them, to them, so of course they're going to attach that to them. Like, oh, yes, yeah, she's speaking what I want to hear. And there's other people. So I can see how then we get to get so many different people. Right. Person. And then you you tying God to that is like, oh, I'm doing a good thing for God. And I'm also helping myself at the same time. 
And I feel like if this was a normal weight loss type of thing, it might have been able to work. Like, even if it's not my thing and I don't believe in it, 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 she could have did this the right way without torturing, starving people, and um, torturing them and stuff. That's that's and that's, that's and that's the thing. That's why her her first husband left her mm-hmm. because he was like, "This is not of God." Mm-hmm. And they said, "You're doing it for profit." You're. Um, he he also didn't tie in with the image, and she would rarely show off her husband because he was overweight. But he did not agree with her, nothing, and he was one of the. Uh, first members of that church to start this church. Mm-hmm. And soon he was like, I don't believe in none of this. This mm-hmm. is not what... So this ties right into the next part because Gwen found herself another... Man. Man, honey. So this is another thing. While you're in this church, you cannot divorce... Unless you're Gwen. <laughs> because when Gwen met her new man, Joe Lara, she divorced her first husband. And that's what made... That's what A lot made of members... That one, that one guy that was Native American. Yeah. That's what made his his wife divorce him. Was mm-hmm. Because, oh, Gwen got divorced, so I, now I can get a divorce. Right, too. right. And the kids even said, oh, if Gwen out here divorced, best believe mm-hmm. she... Your next dad, and that's exactly what happened. And she also, the thing is, she didn't, she didn't believe in divorce. Gwen didn't believe in divorce. Mm-hmm. She's telling these members of the church, these women not of the church, to, to suffer to not their marriage, divorce, stay in an abusive relationship, yep, stay in where you're not happy. Like it's just, you really, and a lot of people left the church because of that. Mm-hmm. It was like, a lot of people minute. was like, oh. Like, you've been teaching to us all this time. Stay with our abusive husbands. Stay through. For God. For God. Oh, and here you are divorcing. And she would preach to them. Oh, it doesn't matter because I'm the prophet. I can do this. Like I said. But y'all can't. She thought she could say and do whatever. Yeah, she was adding stuff as she went. And this is a part of reason. I'm not going down anybody's religion, but I feel like there's a lot of false prophets in the church. And I'd rather just have my own type of a, you know, relationship. So I count myself as spiritual, but I don't count myself as like, it's just wait. And that's the knock, not to knock anybody else in the church. I just, you people add their careful. own. Yeah, you got to be careful. And people add their own stuff into the, word yeah. of it that's not and see when people interpret the bible yeah to their their way i guess mm-hmm. you know it depends on your life right but when you just bend in it to go form to, to what you want you, right ma'am i'm pretty sure that's God the workings of a cult in a abusive relation uh marriage relationship no but you know what that's what made them stay there that's what filled her pockets that's what filled her pockets. Those women staying there mm-hmm. filled those pockets because they were going to have more kids and it was going to have more children to come. Yeah. And it just would have just been a big. And she did this for years. Yes, for decades. Almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it's still, it's still open. What's going on, America? So, oh my God. she fell for this handyman called 
called Joe Lara, and he had been a handyman for Remnant Church. He was doing little handy jobs around the church. But Joe Laura found an opportunity of himself for himself. So we're going to go into Joe Laura's story. So Joe Laura, he grew up with wealthy parents. And he was also an actor. Uh, he was into a whole bunch of different activities. Um Hold on, real quick. So, he was raised rich, and he would use women to fulfill his lifestyle. So, he would go from women to women, um, basically using them, even mm, though he would came from... Yeah, he was a gigolo. He was a gigolo. So, he was even said to be... To get this one woman to... Uh, buy him a motorcycle and then once she found out he was cheating she took the motorcycle and and caught it on fire because she found out she was cheating and he would also date a lot of women that was older than him because of like they could finance his lifestyle so he never had a real job well i guess acting is a real job and y'all he appeared as the <laughs> one of the original Tarzans in the Tarzan movie. So he he actually was a nice looking man and he would use his looks to swindle these women. So he was um he was in love with this woman. Do you remember her name? The mother of the child. Oh. Um, so one of his, I don't even think it was an ex-wife. I don't think they were ever married. So one of his ex-girlfriends, um, they ended up having a baby together. Um, she, wow. she said she knew he was a bad boy and she knew, um, what she was signing up for. But at the time her biological clock was ticking and you know they reconnected after years later and she ended up with um his baby and pretty soon she found out that he didn't want to work he didn't want to get a job so she was like i'm moving back home to chicago because i got I think she said 30 family members in a something mile radius that can help me take care of this child and we can get work. But he didn't want to do that. So you know what he did by this time? He lied on the girlfriend and said she was raping the daughter. And got custody of the daughter. He's a nut too. Just so she wouldn't go to Chicago because he didn't want to work. So this ties back in. Let's fast forward a little bit. He meets Gwen and he sees an opportunity. She has all this money. She has this church. He At this time, he wants to pursue a country music career. And who better else to help him because this church has a studio where he can record his songs. And um, <laughs> yeah, so Gwen has money that can... Uh, I'm going to use you. <laughs> Sing it. 
Use you down. <laughs> down, 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 down. All the way around <laughs> the goddamn town. <laughs> oh, Gwen. <laughs> I'm done with you. So, that was a little interlude by Kyra. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here all night. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put a little penny in your hat. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So when his friends saw him pop up on Gwen's uh little commercials <laughs> for church for churches, they thought it was the most thinking. funny. <laughs> they thought it was the most funniest thing ever because they said this guy wasn't religious he, didn't he know how to never read a bible. even never even read a bible before didn't know how to read a bible and he never stepped foot in a church take care the one, of me Gwen <laughs> <laughs> the one friend even said he slid down the wall laughing when he That's saw her up when he saw her him up there with Gwen cause he, <laughs> he knew he was an actor so he's playing a part and boy, did he play and a part. boy, did he play a part because Gwen was actually, uh, people noticed that she spent less time in the church and more time with him. And it was about, she was spending money. Oh, not They was going on that. lavish trips. He was going on boating trips. And he was even allowed to, uh, he even financed his uh, country music career. But not only that. Remember how everybody had to dress the same way, the same colors? Well, Miss Gwen Shemalam, mm-hmm. Shemalam or whatever, Laura, yes, was out there showing off them legs, them high heels, that mm-hmm. high hair, yeah. them shoulders. So she, she yeah. was dressing more, more risque, risque. Mm-hmm. classy risque, I would say, but it wasn't matching what, the aesthetics of the church, right? Yeah. Because she's a prophet, she can do what she wants for God. Right. Take care of him, Gwen. Right. <laughs> so, um, another important aspect into this is uh, what Joe also started doing was he was interested in pilot. He actually, prior to meeting Gwen, he flew like small commercial planes. And he had his license to do in hours to do that to a certain extent. And that's kind of scary because he was also a drug addict. Yes, he was so. heavily into drugs. And um, he was also heavily into alcohol. So save that bit for later on where we add that because later on we find out that end up being ultimately... Actually, I'm not going to spoil it just yet. Just yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, meanwhile, the ex-girlfriend, she's fighting for custody for this child because... Not her child. She didn't do nothing to her child. Yeah. She's fighting for her child and she went through lawyers. Nobody could help her because the church, they they were paying for the legal fees Mm -hmm. for Joe and financing him every bit, uh, even though they didn't know nothing about this situation, they had in-church lawyers that would fight tooth and nail for the members of that church. And 
So she got to the point where she started doing her own research. She said, I'm going to represent myself because <laughs> y'all, nobody else is helping me. So I'm going to get on this stand. They said she went in there and she showed out so much so to the point where the remnant church lawyers reached out to her and like, let's come to a compromise because, uh, we we see you got some stuff on us basically because they knew the next when she appealed this case she was going to bring out some stuff about this church that they didn't want out so she um they were able she was able to get custody of her daughter back and um yeah so moving forward with but the i want i want to say oh something go, go ahead you said about the i'm lawyer thing yeah this is another creepy thing about this cult they had, of course, they had their own town, their own grocery store, their own doctors, mm-hmm. their own, um, what was it, trucking place, and a whole bunch of, everything that you Dealerships. can have. A, it was, everything was, yeah. It was called Exodus, Exodus Industries. Industries, and this was all within this church property, mm-hmm. within this church property. And even, the people lived on the church property, too. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It was even people that, let, yeah. So, during this time, one of her daughters ended up, you know, she was heavily involved in the church over the years, but she ended up... She wanted to be like her mom. She wanted to be like her mom. Like, she looked up to her mom, and out of all the kids... She would be the one to, even though she had older siblings, her parents would be the one to, you know, she would be the one they would pass the throne on to, even though, um, if anything were to happen. Right. But the oldest son, he was a little of a rebel because he would be in and out of the church. He wanted to have a career of his own. He, he was into music. He didn't believe the stuff that was going on. And he on. didn't believe a lot of the stuff that was going on into church. Like so he was seesaw back and forth into, yeah, now I wanna be um, you know, he was head of the music part of the church. But he wanted to have his own music career, but he knew he couldn't do that outside of the church if he wanted to be, you know, by himself. So he mm. would go in and out. And that's an, I feel like that's another contradictory thing because you let your son come in and out of the church, but you wouldn't let none of the members come out in and out of this church. She couldn't control him. Yes. He had also had depression. Yeah. He, he was a drug addict as well. Yes. He <laughs> wrote a couple of songs where it was against it the seemed church. like, oh, let me rebel against the outside world when it really referencing and let me rebel against this church because I don't believe in none of this stuff. Like he was not happy. And he also kind of took after his dad, her first husband. Yeah. Because he would fluctuate before but between being like maybe like a normal size and then being a bigger guy. Right. So she couldn't show him off to the church as much either. But he had a lot of musical talent. Yes. He had a lot of musical talent and um one member even I found his herself a little fond of the son because uh she wanted to exit this church. So I remember seeing in that documentary where she said she knew the 
she would go towards the sun. And the sun would, she said, tell your mother. To let me go. To let me go. Or I will take this whole thing down. And because the lady had a relationship with the son, they left her alone. They let her be. So, and the son was even threatened to come up to the church and shoot the church up. That's how much he hated this church. So, that's crazy. But back to the daughter. Back to the daughter. She had a, a miscarriage. Yes. Remember, you're not allowed to mourn in the church. You're not allowed to mourn in this church. So, people said the next day, people were looking around like you wouldn't have even thought they they didn't know how to act because you were allowed to mourn. And this, you know, higher member of this church just lost a child. Well, y'all, if y'all see the pictures of what the daughter looked like over just... She went from being, she was already small, but she was like a healthy small. She went from being small to almost it looked skeletal. Yeah, it was. Skeletal. Sunken in. just like, I'm sorry, Kim, but I'm no, just go like. Ahead. You look at your daughter when you're looking at your child. Mm-hmm. But Wasting at the same time, away. But at the same time, Gwen had her own demons with her her own weight and how she saw everybody mm-hmm. and how everybody's supposed to look so she probably thought in her mind her daughter was perfect but your child is hurting and she's possibly shutting down her organs mm-hmm. and you're supposed grieving to be probably pro- making it worse yeah you're supposed to be her protector yeah well I, and i think her daughter was that was a do, form of grieving, I felt like, for her. If there is such thing as reincarnation, <clears throat> I don't know what she coming back as, but I hope Nothing. she do better. Nothing. I hope she do better because you're supposed to protect your child and get encouraged in these bad habits. Mm-hmm. No. That, that, that's, to me, I feel like that was uh, if y'all could saw it, it's unforgivable. So, when I saw her, I was like, What? It looked like she was so small. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. So we're going to get into another element of this church. And this is triggering. If This is very triggering. So if you have kids, this could be a little hard for you to listen to. But another part of this church and what Gwen would tell these members to do was how to discipline their kids. So... Just in case y'all didn't know, people that attended this church, they were homeschool their kids. So, like we said, everything is within this church. They were homeschool their kids. They wouldn't have any outside influences for their kids. So, they were taught to spank them until they cried. And they were told to spank them up to 30 times until they will cry. There was instances where one member... Uh, daughter said when she would pick up her kids up and after two weeks her kids were like robots when she picked the kids up from her mom's mom's house that attended this church the kids would be like robots like you know her kids would be kids you know they act up sometimes or whatever but making noise mm -hmm. you know as they should so Gwen would advise the parents to use a foot long glue stick which I didn't know well actually it was the guy that did what he did that advised that put long glue stick 
And she went along One of the members of the church. Yes. So he would advise to um, use a foot-long glue stick to discipline the kids. So one of the church members, they took this a little too far. Um, So basically, they had a child. He was, I believed he was a little... Was he autistic or something of that? He yeah, seemed like same. he was on a spectrum. But um, they would discipline him. They would hit him with the glue sticks or whatever. So one day during church, he was acting up. What they did to this boy was put him in a box. Tie the box up. But once... Th- no, they would put him in a box, but once they saw him popping his head up out the box, they tied the box up, and then when they came back to the um, box, they saw he was unresponsive. That boy, unfortunately, had passed away, and the parents were arrested because it went back to them that it was religious reasons as to why this was going on in the first place. Mm-hmm. Why was it? And this was on a church property. This, was, this happening. was the thing too. This boy, it was told that <clears throat> this boy got beat more than 10 times a day. He mm-hmm. was like, and then the big brother was also forced to hold him down so yep. that the mom and dad could beat him. They also had an infant. And the little boy was to say he wanted to, you know, kill the little infant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. I don't know why the boy would say that, but. That's what even true. But the baby ended up dying from SIDS. However, yeah, they mm-hmm. still have speculations that they really are not too sure if that baby died from SIDS. Mm-hmm. They think that the parents may have done something to that infant as baby. well. And now, mind you, didn't both kids die in the same month? No, in the same year, though. I it think was, in the same It was six, a short amount of time. I think it was the same Five six or six months, yeah. yes, apart. So, um... And they were from what Atlanta. Yes. Well, what they what Gwen was teaching was, if their kids did not obey them, they would not go to heaven. So, this is crazy. Even, even oh, when the uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the, and. So yeah, so people started investigating the church like that's really got that, what got the yeah. People going. started investigating the church like what's 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 going on in the church? Are the church teaching these, um, really yeah. teaching parents how to beat their kid? Even though the parents are involved in their own, that's their own actions. You decide to do this to this. So they did get jail time. Um, and another aspect of this church is. If a husband came home, so so say the wife was tired or whatever, and the husband wanted to come home to have sex or whatever, and the wife didn't want to, Gwen would tell them to suck it up and have a drink a glass of wine and do it. That 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 this is just. And one member said, you know, one day she was she had did some type of something for the church. She was out all day doing something for the church when she got home, was taking care of the kids, doing all that stuff. By the time it was bedtime, she was tired and her husband came home. What? 
he she didn't want to do anything. And this is the thing. Yeah. If a woman feels like, okay, I'm tired, I'm gonna do it, get it done over in five minutes. That's her concern. Mm-hmm. If she feels another day that okay, I'm tired, I don't feel like doing it, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. You do not come into my marriage and to my home and tell me how to do things. Mm-hmm. But because Gwen, you're the prophet, right? Mm-hmm. But you got divorced. Mm-hmm. Guess what? If you're a prophet, you still don't get to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so what happened was these husbands will go back to Gwen and another male member of the group. Mind you, another aspect of this church I forgot to mention was this church, Gwen said, was ran by men, was the top level, and then it was her. But really, the fun. member said, no, Gwen was at the top. So these men will go back to Gwen and tell them, like, look, my wife is not, you know, giving me anything when I come back home or they're lazy or this or that. And Gwen would talk to them like, you're not going to heaven if you don't fulfill your husband's needs because this is part of God's plan and blah, 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 blah. Like, so I'm not now I'm not going to heaven for this. I'm doing all this work at the church. We're not eating nothing but broth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta have the energy to have sex. Miss mm-hmm. High, Miss High Hair, please go have several 10, 20 seats. Because no. Yeah. And so another crazy thing about this church was if one of the parents or both of the parents died, the church would decide where the kid goes. They would hold these kids hostages. The child was not going. So the going child to wasn't going to next to kin. The, no yeah. outside members. <laughs> no outside members. Crazy. So if your parents were a part of that church, they would keep these kids. They would have the parents when they sign up to be as part of that church sign the kids' rights over to that church, which is wild and crazy. And I don't know how this was allowed to go on for so long, but. <laughs> Mm. Going back to the story with Delaney. Remember Delaney? Yeah, that's the girl that fell in love. In love with a church church member. Whoa, she popped back up to tell the parents, hey, I'm getting married. I'm getting married, parents. And um, we're no longer having the wedding at it. Because the parents said, we're not attending your wedding because we will not step foot in that church. We don't. We're not members of that church, and we're not going to become members of that church. So, well, the lady called back and said, we're no longer having the wedding at that church. So, the parents did agree to come to the lady's wedding and put all of the stuff aside. See, I thought what it was was they still had it at the church. They did But they it. didn't want, because she was going to marry him. Insane. That part too, and they didn't want. He didn't want the father and the mother didn't want nothing to do with this lady. Yeah, Gwen. So Gwen. I'm pointing to a picture. Of the <laughs> so, yeah, and Gwen was originally supposed to be uh, wedding them, but they said, you know, she's not doing it anymore. Um, so y'all could come to the wedding. Which do you want to say? What ended up happening? Gwen and her hubby and two other couples went on a little. They were supposed a to be rendezvous the... of pilot driving by the Joe drug addict Joe Laura, her Joe husband. Laura, I'm like, I'm not the same guy that she the 
This was making divorce her first husband from. This is what from. makes me think this. Okay, what? so they went on this on this. Um, he's driving the, the um, the plane, and mm-hmm. there's another pilot in there also, co co driving or whatever. Yeah, and they crashed. Boom! Everybody did. But the thing is, I wonder if he was under some type of influence when he crashed because he drove so many times. They said he did not have, um, he did not have enough. He didn't have the credentials to fly that far, basically. (laughs) But he he had a because the other driver didn't have enough to operate it, but he was the one that had it to operate it for a shorter distance in certain conditions. That day was not a condition where he was allowed to drive, so but he still was. Work out. Somehow he was allowed to get up in the air and he got up in the air and then him, Gwen, and as well as their yeah, son-in-law and two other couples, yep, they ended up crashing in a lake. It took them several hours to find the remains of these people. And... Um, yeah, Gwen was a part of one of those people that ended up kaputting. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> if you're a prophet, <laughs> we'll see this stuff, right? But isn't it ironic how she told these women not to leave her husband? She left a good man yeah. for a man that wanted her, wanted to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And by that same man, you die by his hands. You, he killed you. I feel like that's a lesson there somewhere. But she can't learn. She did it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lesson for That's a lesson else. to surviving members. <laughs> right. Well, it found out. Oh, and that's a It's 11-11 make a wish. Hold on. Okay, she's making a wish. But that's another thing too. In this church, if someone dies, it is also because someone in the church did something wrong. So when... They had when her daughter had that miscarriage, she was actually pulling people from the church into her office. Well, you're not doing something right, or you did something wrong because God's not happy because um we lost a life. Yeah. So the daughter wasn't allowed to grieve. I feel like this that was Gwen's way of grieving because she was upset. If she wasn't allowed to grieve, because maybe Maybe in that church that she grew up in, mm-hmm. I don't know. Church of Christ. Maybe they're not allowed to. I have no clue, y'all. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But there's a reason for that. Why she? Why is she like that? And then you're pulling people and saying like that's that's a way you grieve. You're upset, so now you're taking it out on everybody else. I did recall somebody saying what Gwen was doing was an extreme. So maybe didn't have anything to. Maybe part of it had something to do with that. But they said what Gwen was doing was contradictory of how they would grow up and it was an extreme way. And look, I still think that her pulling people in there it was her way of grieving. Because mm-hmm. you know there's anger and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. It's part of grieving, but I'm just like... Like I got stuff for everybody else too, too. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Well, y'all. It turns out, Miss Gwenny, she didn't update her will and at the time it still had her beneficiary as her first husband. Now that would have worked out 
if the Texas law, no, I'm sorry, the Tennessee laws actually stated, you know, that she that that he couldn't get it and it would go to the kids if um so but he couldn't get it he couldn't get it right that's what i'm saying the law prohibited him for actually collecting on it even though he was still the beneficiary because they had broken up were divorced but that's another ironic thing imagine if that wasn't the law and he got that that is would just be like <laughs> crazy like you kept the cherry on the top that would have been like the Terry on the top because you ended up trying to keep all this stuff from all these people. You divorced your ex-husband and he ended up collecting all your money. Now, the thing is, I kind of feel like even if he was able to collect the money, yeah. he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he, he like would definitely he make would, sure the right, yeah, it went to the right stuff. Got. But the thing is, she didn't even leave nothing for the church or the ne- members of the church. She didn't leave nothing her- for the members of the church. Not even a penny. But she did leave the publishing rights to the church from her book. So anything her book collected, because she did write a book while she was... uh, Falling out the sky? She did write a book before that. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. And she did have other streams. But she left the publishing rights to the church. And her son... And her daughter ended up collecting the um, as the beneficiaries. And as of today, her daughter does run the church, but her daughter has not stepped foot in that church since the mother's death. Even though she's speaking um, and making statements to the church saying, even though um, I, you don't see me, I'm taking on my mother's legacy and blah, blah, blah. So the church is still running. She sounds too good. I wonder. And there's other members, you know. I wonder if it would be two things. Three. This is my imagination. She's like, I'm too good to step into this filthy church. Or she might be actually, oh, my mother's not here to oversee me. But. I'm taking time to myself for once. And she might not even be really be practicing in that church like that. But at the same time, it's like. Remember how bad she got when she lost her daughter? Mm-hmm. I mean, her daughter, her, her child? Yeah. What if she got that bad to the point where she got real... Even more? What if she got yeah. even more skinny? Yeah. And she don't want to show. She don't have no... Yeah. It could be that. That's it could very well part. be that. Because she was so... And then the, losing her mother on top yeah, of that? she wanted to be like her mom. She looked up to her. Everything that she did was gold. I feel so eyes. sorry for her because... I just feel like she's the victim, like a victim, because everybody that went in that church was a victim. You can see the way she looked at her mom. Like, the way mm -hmm. she looked at her mom was like, my mom is everything. Mm -hmm. I feel sorry for her because she lost her child. I wonder if she felt any type of betrayal when, like, she wasn't allowed to grieve the death of her child. Like, I wonder if she felt any type of resentment or spite. Against her and that's mother. a that's a human that's a human thing to grieve and even mm-hmm. even even animals I mean y'all gonna laugh at me but there's like some an, like animals that will like oh yeah because we used uh, to have two dogs family yeah. dogs and, and one, one passed away mm-hmm. and the, the other one, one stopped eating the other one stopped and they were sisters they were two cockatoos they were sister called Angel and Princess rest in peace to them the one when the other one got sick and passed away the other one didn't. 
they were both too lively. They were thick as thieves. They ran in unison all the time. They was, if one was in something, the other one was right beside it. They were even, they were, like I said, they were running unison, walking unison. Oh, that's me and you. They were everything. They were just side by side all they the time. They for like five seconds. Yeah, they would argue and bite at each other for five seconds. They'd be back to playing or doing whatever. They slept in the same crate, even though they had separate ones. Uh, but I think but that she poor princess. I can't see her not crying at all. Like maybe in private, she might have. I feel like she might have. But I felt like her losing that weight—that so was, was her grieving. That was her. I don't want to eat. I'm sick. I just lost a child. I don't want to eat. I'm sick. I lost a child. I can't eat. Yeah. Like so, she's losing all that weight. So that could be her grieving so that's why that's why she got extremely skinny yeah. and then when her mother died i can only imagine why she ain't want to show her face after that because it might have got even worse and then oh my gosh and it looks very her. painful i feel sorry for her son too i kind of kind of wish that i mean I kinda, i'll just say it i kind of wish that I feel that they would have had healthier lives with their dad. Oh, yeah. With their biological dad rather than with their mom because their mom was... And you don't have no had, outside she influence. She had her own illnesses in her head that she mm-hmm. didn't even recognize was illnesses. Yeah. That she was portraying on everybody else. Mm-hmm. It was definitely... And something. then she wanted that control because sometimes when you have, sometimes when you have <laughs> certain disorders, it's more so, okay, I can... I can control this. This mm-hmm. is what I can control. I can control my eating or I can control me doing this. Or I mm-hmm. can control. And then you want to do it to other people. Mm-hmm. Not saying all, but in her case. Yes. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but when Gwen was little, she was said to, cause she was one of several kids, siblings. Uh, she was said to, I guess, always had to fight to get her food. And she would eat all of her, like, that was me. You she know, would you know fight to get her food so she could get some. So I wanted that. Well, that could possibly have contributed to. So when she was in um, college, she would overeat. So that could be contribute to. Remember you said I eat fast? And I was shoving a whole bunch of food. Kim, when I was little, little, mm-hmm. I used to eat real slow. I would be. They would be waiting like for me to finish you like eating. Barb. Forever. <laughs> Eating 60, 60 chews. I'm like, oh, I gotta hurry up. Michael's gonna get, who gonna get, let me get. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Don't leave your food. We always Michael had, gonna get it. <laughs> right. We But we definitely had enough food for everybody to eat. Yeah, we had we enough never food. had the. It was more so of, if I put my leftovers or whatever in the refrigerator, who gonna get it? One of the siblings. And most likely it's gonna be Michael. And then he yeah. gonna look at you right in your face As he while eat you it. eat it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know this was yours. Still chewing on your food. Yes. <laughs> so, y'all, another dynamic of this, when she passed away, when Gwen passed away. And on May 29th, 2021, at age 66, in Percy Priest Lake, Tennessee, USA. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was cute. 
<laughs> what you? That came out of nowhere. I'm sorry. That's where That's she died. Where she okay, died. okay. So they found out she was moving uh, because she didn't want her ex-husband to collect any money during the divorce. She was moving properties to different trusts because when you do it and put it, your properties into different trusts, it's hard to track who they're owned by. Listen close, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy. So um, it's hard to trace who they're owned by. So when you're in the divorce, they can't say, oh, Gwen owns this. But it's owned by a trust. Mm-hmm. Got them so, <laughs> so they found out she was moving stuff into different trusts and um, hiding properties. So, yeah. And there's also talk of misuse of the church funds as well. But well, we, know, are we will no. never know because the secrets died with the the Lord. Wicked witch. The wicked witch. <laughs> <laughs> Her flying monkey. <laughs> you are best. A man. Her mind. <laughs> so yeah, so that was crazy. That's crazy. I never knew all that crazy shit was behind. Just oh yeah, remember what I said about her high hair and all that stuff being hers? So the lady that did her hair every day, every day, said she never paid her one penny. And when she said to her, You said you were gonna pay me, and then you said you wanna give me a raise for paying me, but you haven't paid me anything, she told her that she needed to humble herself. I think she what? did humble herself, ma'am. She need to be she, in the will. To even continue to be doing your hair for free. You need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself because somebody else could do this. I don't Rats think anybody nuts. else could do that. <laughs> no, people can do that. What? Let me tell what? you. As me as like a prior, uh, a huge you will be surprised. We used to do that to these um, older ladies' hairs when we were in, um, when I was in cosmetology school, they used to come in because we was in beauty school. You know, you you get it's cheap to do little roller sets and stuff like that. These older ladies will want their hair teased to the highest heights you could get it. But this is what I don't understand. I can see it being teased to the highest height. They wanted it to the but highest. But they want the little flat. What? Is None it? of them was flat like that. What is that? It looked like a little gerbil could like mess <laughs> up in it and be fine for months. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, we will have pictures on our Just Instagram at you had me at fraud and um high hair high hair photos. We will have photos <gasps> of her, the church, and, her kids. Yes, and. P- the husband up of her before she died because yeah. honestly she didn't before, always have that hair she didn't always have that hair but once she met but joe when she when she had like the regular like she didn't have that high crazy mask going on she was pretty like with her regular hair you almost couldn't tell the difference because she started getting wear heavy makeup she's like a clown like a where her eyes started look wonky 
<laughs> Where her eyes started looking wonky. One was bigger than the other one because she would put, she one would overline her eyes with very dark eyeliner. One lash had to be. One lash was leaning, the other one was straight. Me in the wind. <laughs> oh my gosh. So she was a character, basically. So tell us what you think about this episode and if you're on spotify we need y'all to come through y'all come on and listen baby. we need y'all to come on through and listen to us on spotify and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already if you're listening to us on spotify please 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 hit that subscribe and follow button we appreciate it you to the end of time yes we do goodbye so <laughs> so yeah because if we we're sponsored by them so um to help us continue doing this podcast with them we go need to spotify. go on those spotify and subscribe and listen to us over there but if you're listening to us on any other program, we highly appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love you. And I just want to say the growth has been astronomical. Right. And we love it. We love it. Like, I'm seeing, I counted, we're in, because I think we were only in like 18 countries the new year. We were like in 18 countries the new year, and now we're in, um, we got like 50-something countries now. Do you know that? Yeah. So that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, guys, we're so... We're, We're just heavily appreciative. And continue to stream us. We're back on a normal program. We got uh 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 um. <laughs> that sounded like I was just having a slow moment. <laughs> we was drinking. Uh, uh uh We have a <laughs> we have a sequence we're going by now to where you know we're gonna be pushing out um more episodes. No. Well, we'll be pushing out regular episodes weekly, and um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so y'all have a wonderful week, weekend, and goodbye. Bye.